Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I am backstage with Parquet Quartz. I've got one of the members here while he is rolling something. I will let him introduce himself and also tell me what he's doing. Hey, uh, thanks, Scott. This is Andrew from Parquet Quartz, Andrew Savage. I'm rolling a little cigarette, uh, a little Keith I'm sprinkling in here. Um, just a cigarette? No, like I said, I got some Keef that I, I put in here, so it's not just a cigarette. It's a jazz cigarette, we call it in the in the biz. How has your day been today? Not bad. Uh, let's see, woke up in Seattle, and now I'm here. Uh, border crossing was fairly painless. Canadian Customs were nice, courteous, efficient. Uh, you know, they did ask those of us with priors about our priors, but they, there was no judgment. And so what were your priors, if any? Uh, I was arrested when I was 13 uh, for possession of marijuana, and I was jailed. Um, but that, and I, I've had, I've had uh, skirmishes with the law since then, uh, but that is the only one that comes up. And, you know, they say, did you have some trouble with the law in 1999? And, and I said, yeah. And they said, possession of marijuana? I said, yeah. And then they say, what was it, sativa, indica? Was it that dank nug? And I was like, yeah, we didn't really have those terms in the 90s. It was just weed, you know? So earlier today, full disclosure, I was at a nude beach. So in Vancouver, that beach is called Wreck Beach. I'd love you to tell me about the last time you were at a similar beach. Well, uh, all the beaches in New York City are uh, top optional. Uh, so, you know, it seems like any time I go to a beach in New York City, I see some boobies. Um, I can't remember the last time, you know, the last time I was at a nude beach, it wasn't even a beach, it was a, it was a river, and it was uh, upstate in the Catskills, upstate New York, and it was pretty much a dudes-only nude riverbank. It's fun. You're going to stop there? Um, yeah, I, I am going to stop there. There's, yeah, I'm going to stop right there. So I think we should play a song by Parquet Quartz. I'm going to play a song whose name starts with Berlin. I'd love you to introduce that track for me. Well, you must be talking about Berlin Got Blurry by Parquet Quartz. I am. I'd love you to say a sentence about that song to introduce it for people who've never heard of Parquet Quartz before. All right, guys and gals, you're about to hear Berlin Got Blurry by Parquet Chorus off our most recent LP, Human Performance. It's a song I wrote in Berlin. It's got the best guitar solo I've ever played on tape before. Service is not that expensive, but that takes commitment and you just don't have it. Feel so effortless to be a stranger, but feeling foreign such a lonely habit. You can't crop yourself out of the picture, out of focus, but still framed inside. Well, the end got blurry and my heart started hurting for you. Second chances given without doubt 
Yes, you've got a history, but it's not worth a mention tonight. Kind is captive to the beers you purchase. Sipping through your scenes of plaster confession. Telling pretty stories, is it your sole purpose? Telling everybody that you've learned your lesson. But no one's falling for that NASCAR bullshit. They waited years, you can wait one night. Well, the end got blurry when my eyes started telling it too. You just heard a song called Berlin Got Blurry by a band called Parquet Courts. I've got one of the members of the band here, Captive, trying to smoke a cigarette, but I won't let him because he has to talk to me. Hey, this is A. Savage from Parquet Courts. I'd burn it right down right now, but I'm, I can't tell if that's a Canadian smoke detector or not. I'm not sure either, but I think you should just risk it. You know what? I've, I've gotten in trouble that way before, and it's very embarrassing. Tell me more. Well, it wasn't a foreign country, uh, but, uh, yeah, it did have uh, the sprinklers start going off. So I just, you know, I'm up here with you, my neighbors to the north, and I, I just kind of want to be on my best behavior, that's all. I do have to cross another border tonight, after all. i got to go back to the States tonight. So Berlin Got Blurry is my favorite song off the record, Human Performance by Parquet Courts, your latest record. I'd love you to tell me a little bit more about that track. Um, yeah, it's a song where I wrote it in Berlin, uh, but really I'd, I'd say that the the location of the song is the lonely heart. It's about feeling out of place, foreign and lonely, and not really feeling very far away from the thing that you call home, for better and for worse. It, it both celebrates the notion of being kind of free and uh, out of your element and also feeling alone in that environment. Human Performance is your latest record, and you've gone on record saying that on this record, you guys have tried the most to diverge from what you're used to. I'd love you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, it being like our fifth full-length record, well, there's always an environment in Parquet Courts where uh, you want a record to be very site-specific and of its own time. This was the first time when we really just kind of... um, submitted to the recording process and the creative process and went uh, upstate to 
uh, this recording studio in the middle of nowhere and really just kind of, yeah, like I said, submitted to the creative process and there was never any sort of notion of taboo creatively. Like everybody was encouraged to explore whatever idea they were pursuing to the fullest and uh, it was also kind of the first time when uh, Sean and Max started writing a lot of songs. Please introduce those guys for people who don't know who they are. Well, Sean uh, Yeaton, he plays bass in the band. Max Savage, my brother, he's a guitar player. And they've they've always contributed to the band, but uh, much more so for this record. And in Austin also, uh, a lot more prolific. Uh, it was also the longest we'd ever spent working on a record, writing and recording it. Uh, you know, we've had records like Content Nausea, which were just about written and recorded in two weeks uh or you know light up gold that was recorded in three days uh and those i think those albums are sonically indebted to that kind of quick process you know for the better but yeah this time around we talked about it and we we wanted to you know just uh carve out some more time to you know really kind of try to hone something yeah and i like both i'd say we'll, we'll probably go back to you know a way of doing a you know a quickie again uh and also yeah i could i I can see after doing human performance the benefits of um you know reconsidering things and uh making sure that you know all the you know t's are crossed and i's are dotted when i heard the lead single from this latest record human performance and it was called Dust. But I was a little bit perplexed because what I love about Parquet Chords is their interesting, reflective lyrics. But I didn't get that in Dust. So I'm going to play a bit of it, and then I'm going to get you to talk about that track. It comes through the window, it comes through the floor, it comes through the roof, and it comes through the door. Dust is everywhere. Sleep. Parquet Court song to have a pretty minimalist lyrical approach. Uh, I can't, I didn't write the lyrics of that song, so I can't speak entirely for it, but the way I interpret Dust is um, all of the uh, kind of the auxiliary noise, the cacophony of life um, starting to intrude from the margins and uh, like, like dust entering your apartment, which, you know, if you live in uh, New York is a problem. Dust is well everywhere, 
Uh, how is dust more of a problem in New York than anywhere else? Well, you've got constant movement of things outside, like train tracks, for example. Uh, you know, lots of traffic and debris from that. Uh, that's why, like, buildings in New York, when you walk around, you can see which ones have been washed more recently than others. Like, when they power wash buildings, they get really bright, and the caulking between the bricks, like, turns, like, light gray again. But most buildings, uh, and, you know, windows, when you look up close to them, they have a, um, you, they kind of have a, th- a thick, uh, you know, layer of like dust and soot and stuff just because, yeah, there's so much mechanical movement going on. You know, literally the song kind of has this buildup of noise and cacophony uh, as if, you know, someone's kind of undergoing a, uh, you know, maybe some sort of panic attack or something. Like uh, Austin talks about misphonia uh, on the record, which is kind of a, I think, a sensation that he experiences where when he hears too much noise. For people who don't know, introduce Austin. The Austin, yeah, sorry, Austin Brown, guitar player and vocalist of Parquet Courts. Uh, misphonia is a, uh, I guess it's a thing that he experiences when he hears too much, too many noises at once that conflict with one another and makes it hard to hear his own thoughts. That would be something that one would presume would be tough to deal with in New York. Uh, Especially, he lives on a very loud street. Uh, so I think what he's really talking about in Dust, and they are very simple lyrics, but nonetheless, I think are quite reflective. He's talking about trying to find peace within chaos. So we've been hearing a little bit of Dust while you've been talking about that in the background. I've read some interviews before I started to talk to you. You were talking about Captain of the Sun and how on this record, Human Performance, you've been trying to do different stuff that you might not expect from Parquet Courts. I'd love you to talk a little bit about that, and then we're going to play Captive of the Sun. Well, okay, so that's another one that I can't entirely, uh, you know, uh, I can't uh, fully say what it's about because, like I said, I didn't write that one either, but... uh, I love it when bands say this because it's like, when you're backstage, don't you guys talk about this stuff? No, not as much. Uh, I would never ask Austin to explain a song to me just because I'm a fan of his music like I am a fan of you know lots of other lyricists. I prefer my own interpretation and being able to figure it out on my own. And I per- actually prefer that people uh, you know, approach songs that I write this way. But uh, Captive of the Sun, I think similar subject matter it directly addresses misphonia the thing that uh, you know he was kind of flirting with in dust so for those who don't know what is misphonia from what i understand a condition where we'll say you're in a restaurant and there's music playing and then you can hear people's forks and knives scratching against the ceramic of the plate and you can hear people's chatter and you can hear people eating their food and you know you can hear the doors of the kitchen swinging open it's it's kind of a uh a, a audio stimulus overload from what i understand and i think uh you know austin deals with some uh you know like we all do to a certain degree issues of uh anxiety and socializing and i think both of the songs kind of address that uh Captive of the Sun is also a song where he addresses the world outside from within. He's, he's within his apartment and he's speaking to the world outside. So we're going to listen to Captive of the Sun off the latest record by Parquet Courts called Human Performance. My brought the faders of hell. 
She's a military grain in Dolby Surround, around 5.1. Cue the barking from the baritone, conductor in the pit for the car honk duet. Half-tone harmony from the sewer. Rebel youth choir belt phrases even newer. Dump truck man drops a beat of trash cans. Call 911, we got therapy demands. Philharmonic got a first chair car crash. And the falsetto to smash the glass. It's a drive-by lullaby that couldn't get worse. A melody abandoned in the key of New York. Where nothing comes after, I'm a pastime streamer. Hanging from the rafters, I don't get out. I don't have fun Living like a captive of the sun Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Captive of the Sun by a band called Parquet Courts. I'm sitting here in the backstage area of the Bogue Theater with a member of the band who anxiously wants to smoke his freshly rolled cigarettes. Hey, yeah, you're back with Andrew Savage of Parquet Courts, outed smoker. So, Andrew, I'd love you to talk a bit more about the song, Captive of the Sun. Okay, um, let's see. Well, I'll talk about maybe like the recording process of that a bit. Uh, it was a pretty interesting one because it started out completely different. And uh, I remember, to me, when Austin first introduced the song to the band, it reminded me of like a heavier Pixies song, like uh, like kind of like that song, uh, rock music. I think it's the first song on uh, Bossa Nova real like noisy loud song and i was like this for those who don't know who are the pixies an american uh rock and roll band from massachusetts membership included let's see uh kim deal uh black francis uh joey santiago um you know uh, you know a very seminal and influential band on uh the young members of Parquet Courts. We're in the studio and uh, recording Captive of the Sun. We have this version of it. And then Austin, uh, one night, stays up all night and completely re-records the song, has Max re-record the drums, um, all based on the same original recording, but it turns into this, well, it's, it's kind of like a rap song, more or less. It's Because uh, Austin, we're all... We're all big hip hop fans, but Austin's definitely the the biggest and you know most lifelong hip hop fan in Parquet Courts, and uh, I think there's there's a part of him, maybe not so secret part of him, that wants to be a rapper, and so it comes out and in songs like in uh, songs like the one we're talking about now, um, and you know it took me a minute to get used to this new direction of it, but. Uh, you know, eventually I could see how uh, 
you know how excited he was getting about it and how turned on he was uh, about this process because Austin's really good about uh, being in the studio. He, he's he's of everybody in the band like he did he did mix human performance. He's the best when it comes to being like hands on in the studio, knowing what gear does what and all that. So he's really good at you know once a song's recorded, like working and tweaking it and he. Yeah, he really did a 180 on it. So for this record, Human Performance, you guys have talked a lot about how you've been trying to do something different than what you used to do. I'd love you to talk about a specific situation where you guys zigged, where you might have zagged when it comes to recording the new songs for the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. So one specific example would be the song Human Performance, uh, which, you know, we've never really been too precious on songs once a song's recorded it's pretty much set free Massachusetts where we did two really short sessions and then we did two of them at uh, Dreamland where we recorded for three weeks the majority of the record. The, the one that ended up being used for the record was one of the earlier I think second version. The uh, We did another one a much softer version at Dreamland that we just released on a 12 inch as well as, uh, as, well as two uh, like remixes of the song, so that's an example of zigging when you know we otherwise would have zagged. Zag being, you know, been completely satisfied with the original version and trusted the magic of the you know the first take, and the zig being no, let's uh, let's see what else we can find out of this song. And you know, even though we did end up using an earlier version, uh, it was it was interesting to be able to explore you know, the possibilities of what a song could have become. You know, having that sort of time on your hands is a luxury and uh yeah, it was it was it was a cool opportunity to be able to say, okay, you know, I see where we where we went with this, but let's, you know, let's use this earlier version of it. 
At this point, I'd love to play an older track. So I'm gonna play a track off Light Up Gold, the second record. I'd love you to pick that track and I'm gonna play it. Uh, okay, so why don't we, uh, why don't we do Light Up Gold, part two, the song. to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Light Up Gold to the song off the record Light Up Gold by a band called the Parquet Courts. I've got Andrew from the band here with me. I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit why you chose this song for us to hear. Well, Light Up Gold Part 2, henceforth just Light Up Gold, is um, one of my favorite Parquet Courts songs. Definitely maybe the most anthemic Parquet Courts song, uh, one I never get tired of playing. Uh, just because energy-wise, lyric content-wise, I, I always resonate with it. I always feel the lyrics of that song in my guts. And it's, you know, the lyrics to that song, in my opinion, are the sort of ideological mantra of Parquet Courts. It's kind of the, if there was a Parquet Courts manifesto, I, I think it would be that song. It's weird that you hear that because you're still making more Parquet Courts songs. Yeah, Uh and and we will for a long time. It's important to have a point of origin that you can you can tether yourself to, and that is a big one for me. So I was watching this Vice documentary about Parquet Courts mm-hmm. during this record session, and during this documentary, it made it seem like it sounded like you guys were doing some drugs while playing. No judgment. I just want to know what it's like. Funny story about that. So uh, this is relevant to today because there was a show that we played in Detroit, and it was Parquet Courts, uh, Turn to Crime, Proto Martyr, and Tyvek. At we need to know who these guys are because not everyone will. Okay, well, all those bands I mentioned are friends, and they're bands from Detroit. So we were playing in Detroit, uh, and usually when we play in Detroit, it's Toronto the next day. So. Uh, the night before, we had played in Columbus with Psychedelic Horseshit, a band from Columbus, good friends of ours, who uh, had hooked us up with some acid and uh, some mushrooms and uh, there was some molly and I had some DMT. And next day, we realized that we were going to have to cross into Canada tomorrow and we had to get rid of all those so Austin and I did all of those drugs at once and I remember it being like one of the wildest set I was just like hanging on for dear life during this set I 
In my recollection, it was an amazing set. We didn't miss a note, but I also do remember looking at my guitar neck with my left hand gripping it for dear life because it had turned loose and rubbery and was like waving around. And I just remember looking at Austin, I'm just looking at him like, is your guitar neck rubbery? And he's like, fuck yeah, man. Just, I remember we were, I think, playing Sunbathing Animal and it was just like being on a goddamn roller coaster that I couldn't get off. And yeah, that, that goes down as one of the more kind of legendary, barely made it through it parquet court sets I've done. Um, but yeah, in, in Mexico, that, that documentary you watched, we, we had a good time. Here's what I want to know, because being a touring band, you're playing the same songs or mostly the same songs every night. It can become just like getting up and doing a cubicle job. I would love to know what it's like when you're playing those songs that you're so intimately familiar with while high. Yep, definitely uh, cast a new light on them. Definitely, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on you know what kind of substance you're using, but for the most part... It sounds like you were doing them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... I would say if maybe amphetamines were involved, that you know, wouldn't have to, that wouldn't require an enhanced uh, level of, uh, of uh, concentration uh, because that is sort of part and parcel with that experience. But you know, yeah, definitely doing a substance that like is a psychedelic or a disassociative, like definitely have to keep a you know, close watch on what you're doing for sure luckily uh we we have music that tends to lend itself towards uh, uh a bit of looseness and interpretation and i think is overall a bit forgiving uh w- with sloppiness so uh and, and i i hate saying that because i don't think that we're a sloppy band but i think that uh you know, some parquet court sets are a little bit looser than others, you know what I mean? I want to know about any insights you achieved while playing this way. Well, it's, I guess one insight would be uh, you realize uh, that, you know, you do have like a deeply embedded muscle memory with a lot of these songs. So uh, a lot of obstacles that you think would hinder uh, your ability to play songs and you know recite certain lyrics are you know kind of put to the test by uh this deeply ingrained kind of um you know just um muscle memory of like how your lips move as your fingers do this certain thing it's whether you're you know whether you're drunk or high or not to keep playing songs like that uh you know night after night like you said you have to be in love with them and you have to you have to make them special for you like each and every night in order to feel it and that's not always a success um, and when a song kind of loses that magic when you can no longer produce that magic with the song it's probably time to give that song a break a hiatus or retire it like you know we've had to do that before because I don't want to do a song even though you know I know that some people might want to hear it I don't want to do a song if I'm going to have to fake the funk on it, you know? So I think this would be a great time to play an older track by Parquet Quartz. I'd love to play a deep track from the earlier records that maybe is like an old girlfriend to you where you don't necessarily play it all the time, but whenever you hear about it or think about it, you're like, damn, that was kind of special. 
Well, why don't we play the song Picture of Health, which is the last song on Light Up Gold, which is a song that Parquet Courts has never played live. To the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Picture of Health by the band called Parquet Courts off the record. Uh, off the record, Light Up Gold. And I've got one of the members here with me. I've got Andrew. I'd love you to talk a little bit about why you guys have never played that live. That's a good question. Uh, I think, you know, and this was a record that came out at this point four years ago this month. Uh, I think when when the band first started, we were a little bit self-conscious about songs that landed on more of the the ballad end of the spectrum. I think there was a uh, a will to uh, to make the set very energetic and not have any slow points. And you know, in the last four years, we've written a lot of you know slower songs or maybe more sentimental songs like picture of health but that was the original thinking and you know back when we were playing those songs our style of playing was so much different it was a lot more aggressive and we would practice it but i don't know we just hadn't gotten to that point as musicians to where we were able to kind of recreate the finesse of uh the way we played that song on the record because it's it's yeah it's that's a challenge is is sort of maintaining a consistency of energy in a set and you know 
it's for that reason that yeah, there's there are certain songs that just don't make sense to play. I would like to play that song. I think you know we we could pull it off really well. But we just got it. Just never made its way into the set. And then another album came, and then another album came, and then you know we wanted to start playing new songs, so it didn't make sense to uh, you know bring back the song from three or four years ago. But yeah, I I, I would say it's time is going to come. The song that I thought you'd want to play would be Stoned and Cold. Together, right? You must be talking about Stoned and Starving. The song I want to talk about is Stoned and Starving, sorry. But I would love to play that track. So before people hear it, I'd love you to give one sentence or two sentences about what the song's about. Yeah, it's a true story about me uh, walking around a neighborhood in New York City called Ridgewood in Queens. And... Uh, just uh, being indecisive about uh, what it is you want to buy, how I want to spend my money. It's uh, it's it's got one of the uh, sometimes funnest uh, solos to play. Uh, it's always improvised. Uh, me and Austin always do like a dual improvised guitar solo, and um, for that reason, it can be a little bit exhausting to do night after night. So that's one of the reasons that we've. Uh, uh, started playing it less just so whenever we do uh, that sort of spontaneity that I think is key to the song uh, is able to uh, be kind of unique and special Hello, I'm Scott Wood We are walking outside now to finally have that smoke I think it's a good spot to end the show here We'll end with Stone and Starving by Parquet Courts Thank you very much for listening I was so, 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 so starving. starving.